Good morning. Welcome to Random Bible Thoughts with Russ. We're going to continue in the book of John. John 4, verses 46 through 54. This will complete this chapter. And then we'll start in chapter 5. But to finish out this chapter, read some scriptures here and a little talk about what these scriptures say and and I'll probably give a brief overview of the whole chapter itself as uh, before we move on so chapter 4 verse 46 the subtitle of this is Jesus heals an official official's son Jesus heals an official's son so let's just get into it so he came again to Canaan in Galilee, where he had made water into wine. And at Capernaum there was an official whose son was ill. When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. So Jesus said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him, and he went on his way. As he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. So he asked them the hour when he began to get better, and they said to him, Yesterday at the seventh hour. The fever left him. The father knew that was the hour when he had said to Jesus, when Jesus had said to him, excuse me, your son will live. And he himself believed in all his household. This was now the second sign that Jesus did when he had come from Judea to Galilee. Okay. Now, as always, You'll see me kind of like looking over the camera because all my notes are behind the camera. Maybe someday I'll have a setup to where it doesn't look so obvious. But yeah, for right now, this is what I have and this is what I'll work with. Oh, I just read that scripture so I can move or scroll past that. Verse 46. So he came again to Canaan in Galilee where he had made water into wine. And at Capernaum, there was an official whose son was ill. Jesus returns to the city of his first recorded miracle. That was at the wedding feast in Cana. That is in John 2, 5-11. And a nobleman came to Jesus whose son was ill. The Greek word for nobleman is basiliskos, something like that. And that root word is basilisius something like that unfortunately I am not a scholar in Greek and had I really thought about it I would have had this set up for um, the blue letter Bible which is a resource I use they can't pronounce the words out for you and again I just think about setting that up so you just click on it have it and say what it says but anyways um, we just continue on and that word means leader this nobleman was most likely served under Herod Antipas, Herod Antipas, who is considered the unofficial king 
of the area. Who this nobleman is is unknown. There is no name given. It is sub suspected he is most likely a Jew because of verse 48. So Jesus said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The Greek for you in this verse and in two other places is plural. So this is talking about more than one person. It's not him. It's probably a group of people unless you, and I will get to another verse to uh, expand on that. This verse also reflects, you know, well, here it is. This verse also reflects back to John 2.18. So the Jews said to him, what signs do you show us for doing these things? So this is reflecting back to that verse. So when he says you, he's talking about these Jews like in verse uh, chapter 2, verse 18. Let's you, a group of people, see signs of wonders you will not believe. Some commentaries say he was possibly a Gentile, but there's no real evidence uh, as to why. What we do know is that his son was ill and that he traveled from Capernaum to Canaan, which is about 20 miles. It's about 20 miles. And what I looked up was it could take four to seven hours to go from A to B in 20 miles. And it just depends on how fast you walk, if you're lightly getting along, or if you're speed walking. Or it just depends on, on uh, how fast you walk, or maybe riding a, a donkey or something. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, it, everything I got was four to seven hours of travel, 20 miles. By this time, the Jews, by this time, not the Jews, by this time, the news of Jesus must have been starting to spread. Jesus was received well when he arrived in Galilee because the Galileans saw what Jesus did at the feast. In verse 45, so when he came to Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him having seen all they had done and Jerusalem in the feast. For they had been at the feast. This is the Passover feast in John 2, 23. Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing. Many believed in his name when they saw the signs of what he was doing. The nobleman heard Jesus was in Cana, and when he went to him, he asked him to heal his son, who was close to death. He had faith that in Je that Jesus. Oh, I lost my spot. Oh, oh, he had faith that if Jesus would come to his son, he could heal his son. And at this point, the nobleman's faith was that Jesus could heal his son. Not that Jesus was the Messiah, not that Jesus is the Savior of the world. Just that he could heal his son. And I'm going to pause this for a moment because I have to, to... Sorry, I had to sneeze and I didn't want that to... Anyways, I had to sneeze, so I paused it there for a moment. But his, his faith in Jesus was in what Jesus can do if he just said what, you know, just what Jesus could do. Not that he, what he said, 
but that he knew that Jesus could he, he believed Jesus could heal his son but not that he was the Messiah that saved the world verse 48 so Jesus said to him unless you you know I kind of talked about this a little bit already see signs and wonders you will not believe the Greek I said for you is in the plural and that's used twice in this passage in these passages as mentioned above the plural for you the as I mentioned above oh, it's early in the morning still as I mentioned above the plural use of you would indicate a group of people not just the noblemen the noblemen believe because of the signs and wonders Jesus had done at this point the evidence that Jesus was able to heal his son not the evidence that pointed to Jesus the Christ the Messiah and here's a question here's a question for you here's a question for me does your light shine and show Jesus and if not why and that's an answer only you are can answer for yourself and I can answer for myself verse 49 the official said to him sir come down before my child dies now, this is pretty clear no need to say more than what is than what's clear he had faith not so much as to who Jesus is but as to what Jesus can do and I've already not said that I think in verse 50 the man's faith grows somewhat and nobleman did not appear to Jesus as the basis of his noble status on the basis of his noble status but as the basis of his son's great need coming to Jesus as a great and important man would have gained him nothing but Jesus he humbled him and quite frankly if it, this man was as as great or noble as would seem to indicate as a, a um, leader within the Roman government under Antipas then he didn't come to him in his nobleness he came to him in humility he came to him in humility I need you I need you to heal my son I can't there's nothing in my royalness that I can do and that's how we come to Christ we humble ourselves and come to him Lord I need you Lord I need your strength Jesus be with me uh, whatever but we humble ourselves when we come to Christ for needs for prayers for whether it's a, some sort of desire or want a need for somebody else whatever however we're praying we come to Christ in humility when we pray to him when we pray to God we humble ourselves oh what's that song I'm trying to think of a song I can't think of it but there's a song out there about humbling yourselves anyways so he came to him in humility not in his nobleness verse 50 Jesus said to him go your son will live the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and he went on his way he believed the words he spoke instead of Jesus going to Capernaum to heal the boy Jesus simply said your son will live with the man believing in what Jesus said he went on his way back to Capernaum 
the official became a model of what it means to believe apart from signs. That's according to Howard's commentary on John. He believed by his words apart from the, in the signs. He knew if Jesus said it, it was going to happen. And that's how you know we need to believe that you know, when, you know God's word says this, this is what is going to happen. God's promises are always true. They will be fulfilled. Whether fulfilled now or later, they will be fulfilled. There's a verse I like in uh, John. Matter of fact, we'll get to it in the next chapters. John 5:24. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me. Oh, now I, great. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes in him who has sent me has eternal life. He is not condemned. He is crossed over from death to life. That's a promise. That is a promise. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes in him who has sent me has eternal life and is not condemned. He is crossed over from death to life. That's a promise. Now, right now, I'm still here on earth. But when I physically die, I will live. Okay. Uh, let's see. Verse 51 through 53. As he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. So he answered them, asked them, and the hour when he began to get better. And they said to him, Yesterday, at the seventh hour, the fever left him. The father knew that was the hour when he, Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. The seventh hour is around 1 to 2 p.m. And we keep Roman time, which is a 24-hour clock Roman time. The Jews... And at this time, kept a different kind of time. Their day was from sunrise to sunset. So, as the nobleman was going back to Capernaum, it was possibly, it would possibly appear that he had so much faith in Jesus' word that he remained in Canaan for the rest of the day before he traveled back. He may have left the following day instead of that day. And here's why I'll say that. And then, actually, as I go through this explanation, I end up with two possibilities instead of this one. Um, and there's different, in the, the various commentaries, there are different uh, thoughts on this. And quite frankly, um, I don't think there's any deep theological or... Um, doctrinal impact here other than he had faith that what Jesus said would happen now it's about 20 miles from Canaan to Capernaum as I said earlier it's about a 4 to 7 hour walk depending on speed the servants met the nobleman on the road they tell him that his son is recovering and when he inquired as to when they responded yesterday at the 7th hour the man knew that's when he had Jesus had said each son would heal. And so from what I found, the first hour in Jewish time, the first
first hour is dawn, sunrise, to 8 a.m. 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. is the second hour. So follow that out, the seventh hour is around 1 to 2 p.m. So if the man took all seven hours to walk home to Capernaum, he would have been there around 9 a.m. Roman time. But Jewish time, the day is broken up into 12-hour days. Sunrise to sunset is one day. As mentioned above, the first hour is dawn to 8 a.m. And the 12th hour is 6 p.m. to sunset. Then it's a new day. But here, here's the thing. 6 p.m. to sunset. It's when you can see three stars in the sky. That's sunset. And... The hours aren't necessarily a 60-minute hour. Sunrise to 6 p.m. If the sun rises here in South Dakota when they do the time change, the sun starts coming like at 4.30. And in the winters, the longer days of the winter, the sun is setting at 4.30. So your times, um, your sunrise and your sunset, the first hour and the twelfth hour are some of your longer hours. It could be up to 75 minutes, not necessarily a real hour as we know time. So if he had taken the full seven hours, he would have arrived home in the twelfth hour. If it took him six hours to walk home, he would have gotten there the next day. So I guess at this point, and like I said, I have two possibilities. Either he stayed in Canaan until the next day. Then went home or he left, and the amount of time it took him to get home to Capernaum went into the next day. By the time the servants met up with the man on the road, it was indeed the next day. We know that because of the comment from the servants. As they responded to his inquiry yesterday at the seventh hour. This is from Spurgeon. The dolphin was so sure that his child would alive and well that he was in no violent hurry to return he did not go home immediately as though he must be in time to get another doctor if Christ was not successful but he went on his way leisurely and calmly confident in the truth of what Jesus had said to him so you know, Spurgeon says you know he, he didn't rush home so, I mean, he could have stayed there another day, the rest of the day, rejoicing that his son's going to live. I don't know. I wasn't there. Or he could have left that day, but leisurely walked home, uh, camped out for the night somewhere. I don't know. You know. But the, the point is, is that he wasn't in a hurry because it's only 20 miles. And even walking, you know, you can cross in one day, in, in a few hours. He himself and everyone in the house believed in Jesus. Oh, let me read the scripture first. This is verse 43b through 54. And he himself believed in all his household. This was now the second sign that Jesus did when he had come from Judea to Galilee. He himself and everyone in the household believed in Jesus. Most likely did not know he is the Messiah, the Christ, or the Son of God. But Jesus' words have power. His disciples believed on him after the water had been turned into wine. The father of the household rests 
and the rest of the house believed as a result of the healing of the boy. And in both cases, the verb is the, in the original is an inceptive errorist. They put their faith in him. That's from Tasker commentary. They put their faith in him, what they saw. Jesus turned water and wine, except so they believed. Um, healing the boy, the nobleman household believed in him. It's from David uh, Gusick on this being the second sign. The first sign persuaded his disciples. The second sign persuaded a Jewish nobleman and his household. And then he's got one more thing here. It says, Samaritans believed without a sign. So, I don't know. Would you consider the Jesus telling Samaritan woman that everything she had known as a sign or not? Yeah. It, it intrigued the Samaritans and they came to Jesus. Jesus spoke to them and then say he performed signs and miracles for them. So, just by his words, the words have power. <clears throat> The first two signs in the Gospel of John took place in Canaan of Galilee. This was at the best party ever, a wedding party, and the second was connected with the worst tragedy ever, the illness of a son's death of a child. Soon death of a child, sorry. Jesus is real in both cases. Alright, well that finishes the book of John. And just, uh, I mean, not the book of John, the chapter 4 of John. As I alluded to a little bit earlier, chapter 4 starts out with the woman at the well. You know, Jesus meets the woman. So just a real brief uh, review here. <clears throat> Jesus meets the woman at the well. He tells her everything that she's ever done. He tells her that she's living in sin. The woman tells the people, the people come down to see Jesus. Oh, before that, the disciples, before they came, the disciples um, came back and wondering where, where Jesus, Jesus said, I have food to eat. They tried to get him to eat. He said, I have food that you don't even know about. And Jesus was talking about doing the will of God. I, he feeds on that. And then the, the Samaritans come and uh, Jesus says, hey, The seeds have been planted. Now it's time to do the harvest. And it goes on that many believed in Jesus. And they asked him to, after a conversation, they asked him to stay for a couple days. He stayed. He spoke to them. Doesn't say that he did any miracles or any signs or wonders or anything. Just speaking the words of God, doing God's will. And the Samaritan people, and the Samaritans were a mix between Gentiles and Jews. They came to faith in Christ. They called him oh, the Savior of the world. That's it. I was thinking of something else. But they called him the Savior of the world. They knew who Jesus was. And then Jesus goes back to uh, Galilee. Oh, let me back up a little bit. When Jesus left Judea to go to Galilee, he went through Samaria. And Samaria, like I said, was a mixed um, group of people, Gentiles and Jews intermarried, so hardcore Jews would not go through Samaria because they didn't want to be, as one of my listeners put, defiled. 
They didn't want to become dirty. They didn't want to become unclean. So they would go around Samaria. Jesus went through Samaria. Why? Because he had a divine appointment with this woman and with the people of Samaria. And then Jesus heads up to Galilee. Galilee is welcome him because they had seen what he had done at the Passover. Uh, mentioned in chapter 2. Uh, this nobleman believes Jesus' words that his son will be healed. Even when he went home, uh, it would appear he was in a hurry because he was the next day by the time he got home and everybody in the nobleman's household believed. Alright, so that's a quick review of chapter 4. We'll start chapter 5. I'll start studying on that on Monday. Uh, if you like my videos, I'd appreciate it. Give me a like and give me a comment. Share my videos with others. Um, subscribe to my videos if you're not a subscriber. I am also doing this on a podcast, which can be seen on Spotify under Random Bible Thoughts with Russ and other podcast platforms. So with that, this is Saturday morning. The sun's finally starting to come up. May you have a blessed weekend and if you're in Hill City, South Dakota on Sunday stop by Little White Church 8.30, we have two services 8.30 in the morning it's the first service 10.15 it's the second service and there's some fellowship time in between there's child care and children's church available so if you're in South Dakota Hill City, South Dakota on Sunday Stop by the white church. We'd love to have you. God bless.